Hi, my name is Paula Friesen, and I am the host of Pouring Out with Paula. When we hear about a bully, we almost always envision the bully as a child or teen. But what if that bully was an adult, working in the medical field, let's say a nurse or even a doctor? What if it was your child or loved one that was being bullied? As I neared the completion of writing my memoir, Not Who They Thought, I was hopeful that I would inspire kindness and less judgment. This is our story, the story of my daughter Terry, a story of heartbreak, love, forgiveness, joy, and ultimately her death. Terry was developmentally delayed and had type 1 diabetes. She spent much time admitted to hospital, where she was often treated with kindness, but was also mistreated, bullied, judged, shamed and even sexually assaulted. It's a look inside at some of the challenges, obstacles, and heartbreak that we faced as a family. If you've yet to check out my other episodes, I would certainly encourage you to do so. Um, this particular episode is titled, After Her Bell Told. I walk out of Stanton Territorial Hospital to make our short drive back to the house. I'm feeling numb and hollow. A piece of my heart, mind, and soul has died. And I feel empty. My two girls, Maggie and Allison, her sisters, completely shattered. And I have no idea how to help them. There's no amount of words or hugs or advice that anyone can give to ease their pain. All three of my girls so different, but yet so much alike. Maggie's never been one to show a lot of emotion, and we would often tease her, calling her cold-hearted. And she, in turn, would make fun of Ellie and I, because we would cry uh, watching movies sometimes. Um, I don't know, crying over silly movies. And then there was Terry. She was the perfect mixture of all of us. She actually balanced us. Shortly after arriving at the house, there became a steady flow of traffic. Um, meals, friends, family, all arriving. While all of this is happening around me, I sit numb. I'm surrounded by people and yet I feel empty and lonely. I'm not able to engage. And I know there's so much to be done, but I don't have the ability to make any decisions or even conversations for that matter. Truthfully, much of the time is a blur and I'm feeling so guilty that I am so broken as I am no value to my children or my husband. I just sit there paralyzed with the last four days playing repeatedly in my mind. It starts with me entering her room, me screaming and begging, paramedics arriving, machines surrounding her, and then her dying. I seem to be unable to stop this and it replays over and over. Tim spends much of his time trying to care for me while the girls begin the task of planning their beloved sister's celebration of life. 
They work tirelessly alongside some of their friends and family to ensure that everything is done perfectly. Um, it was initially decided that my dad would give Terry's eulogy, but then he panicked, fearing that he wouldn't be able to do it. So my mom decided that she would try and give the eulogy. And then we also decided that Terry's celebration of life would take place on April 26th. This would have been her dad's birthday, and we thought it only fitting to have had it on what would have been his birthday. Um, Terry's celebration of life was heartbreakingly beautiful. It was probably one of the most beautiful services I've ever been to. There were several hundred people in attendance, all from different walks of life. It was incredible. I always knew that Terry was a social butterfly, but wow, <laughs> so many people had traveled a great distance to show their respects. We had foster children that had grown up with her that were now living or working away um, that flew up. Um, entering the church the day of the service, I was in awe of how beautiful um, the displays were. There were poster-sized pictures of Terry at all different ages throughout the church. Um, her favorite flowers, Gerber daisies. And then all of the children from past and present um, that had lived with us, walked out with us as our family. And they each placed a flower on a table at the front that had Terry's baby picture. And then once we were all seated, Maggie broke and cried aloud. And it was the first time that I had really hurt her and it was heartbreaking listening to her sob all of uh, terry's life people would comment on her smile and her beautiful disposition but many would learn much about her after her death some by attending her service and others by hearing about it through other people who had attended um, one of her most enduring qualities was to not take herself too seriously. She would often laugh at herself when she'd mispronounce words. I remember well the day she came home and said, Mom, she was so excited. I booked a photographer, and he's going to take our family pictures. And I said, Oh, Terry, that's lovely. Immediately, I was a little bit concerned because I was always worried or feared that people would take advantage of her. They would recognize that there were some delays and take advantage. So I said, Terry, I said, who did you hire? Did you already pay this person? She, yeah, yeah. She said, I had to pay a, I forget what it's called, but I think it's a sitting fee. I said, mm-hmm, that sounds correct. And I said, who did you hire? And she said, you know, you know, my coworker's friend. I said, your co-worker's friend? And she said, yeah, actually, it's my co-worker's husband. And I said, oh, which co-worker? And she said, you know, you know, she's a jalapeno, and her best friend is Vietnamese. <laughs> I smiled. She said, I didn't say that right, did I, Mom? I said, no, honey, you didn't. 
I said, your friend or your coworker, I'm assuming, is from the Philippines, and she's a Filipino. She said, yes, that's it. And I said, and her best friend is from Vietnam, which would make her Vietnamese. And Terry said, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. She's Vietnamese and, and, and the other lady is a, is a jalapeno. She smiled and then she laughed and said, I didn't say it right again, did I, mom? And I said, no, you didn't, honey, but that's okay because I know exactly what you mean. In some ways, Terry was so mature and in other ways, so much like a child. But she made every occasion so much more special because of her excitement. She giggled in anticipation of an upcoming event. And she was often unable to harness that excitement, which would spill over to everyone else. And she was a bit of a hoarder. Um, she treasured everything and she kept everything. Um, I would, every time she was hospitalized, uh, when she was on the mend and just before she'd come home, I would take the evening usually and muck out her room. And she once in a while would ask me about things. Have you seen it? And I would try and play, you know, oh, I'm not sure. Because <laughs> oftentimes I had thrown things out. Um, but mostly she was just really grateful to come home and have everything done for her. Um, when her pastor came over and he knew Terry quite well, um, we talked a lot about the things that she treasured and we laughed about and cried about her being somewhat of a hoarder. Um, but the biggest thing with Terry was she had the ability to good, see good in pretty much everybody. She could forgive even those that for many of us would view as unforgivable. Um, And I think a lot of that, I mean, she just had, she, she had a deep love for God and her family. And she was just genuine. She was who she was. She couldn't really put on airs because I don't know, it just wasn't her. She was who she was, take it or leave it. Um, we had an open mic, which was beautiful. Um, and then the pastor gave an incredible sermon about forgiveness and about many of the things that Terry treasured the most. Um, I'd like to take a moment to read you the eulogy that my mom read. Terry, my darling, how do we say goodbye? How do parents say goodbye to their child, grandparents to their grandchild, siblings to their sister, aunts and uncles to their niece? How does your little nephew, who thought you were all that and then some, say goodbye, as well as your many cousins? We will all miss your charming smile, Terry, and we will never forget life's little lessons that you taught us all on your short journey. To share with you a little bit about Terry's life, she was born three weeks overdue. I was blessed to be in the delivery room with her father, Terry, when she was born. 
hence her name, Terry Rowena. She was Paula and Terry's third child and the first grandchild that I was there for during delivery, the miracle of birth, how very beautiful. As Terry grew into a young woman, her life was not without complications. An accident very early on her young life fractured her skull, from which she recovered. She was born globally developmentally delayed, which caused her to be teased and bullied, and then type 1 diabetes invaded her body at the age of 11 years. Despite the belief by doctors that Terry may not even be able to tie her own shoes, she became a puzzle to the medical professions. For not only did she learn to tie her shoes, but she actually was able to work, make purchases at a store, play computer games, babysit, and while Terry could not read or write, she knew numbers. She wrote down hundreds of phone numbers and memorized who those numbers belonged to. She never forgot birth dates and would remind us all in advance of someone's birthday that was coming up so that we could send a card. She learned to text and would text some very simple messages such as, how are you? She was not able to read what you text back unless she had help. But if no one was around her, she would often text back, cool, cool, cool. For all of you that took the time to respond to Terry's text messages, it has meant a lot to her. To her. And we would like to say a heartfelt thank you. Terry's mom read to Terry everything she could about diabetes, and she had the ability to memorize it. Terry, you had such an awesome personality, and the one thing that you taught us, more than anything else, was forgiveness. We preached it. Terry lived it. No matter what was said to her, Terry would excuse everyone by simply saying, Oh, it's okay. Maybe they just had a bad day. At the age of five years, Terry lost her dad in a drowning accident. A couple of years later, she was blessed with another dad. Tim was easy for us to love because he was and is an amazing dad to our grandchildren and a wonderful husband to our daughter. Paul and I are very proud of our son-in-law. Paula and Tim also became mom and dad to many who came to live with them. Terry was blessed with a special relationship with all of them, considering each of them a sister and a brother. Many of them traveled great distances, as did others who were friends to come and mourn her passing. It's an honor for Paul and me to be known to all the children in the Friesen's home as Grandma and Poppy. Terry, your love for others was contagious, and we learnt much from you. Even the medical profession, for what better way to learn than through practice? And you spent a great deal of time and life in and out of Staten Hospital, giving the doctors and nurses lots of practice. As a family, we appreciate and thank you for the care of our precious girl. For the last few minutes of Terry's life, our family gathered around her bedside. We were broken hearted. We sang Amazing Grace. 
There was much crying, but suddenly there was a hush in the room and all was quiet. Some experienced a gentle breeze while others felt a floating sensation. Faces looked radiant and as I looked over at my daughter, I saw a peace on her face that passes all human understanding. It was in those moments that some heard a bell toll. The hour was 2.26 p.m. on Sunday, April 22nd, and Terry's heart stopped beating. Her journey on this earth ended, and she began her new journey, safe in the arms of Jesus, walking on streets of gold with no delays and pain-free. There have been hundreds of phone calls and messages pouring in from people in Yellowknife and all over Canada, as well as other parts of the world. Time does not permit us to relay them all, but there is one message I would like to read for you from one of Terry's nurses. It reads, We are taught in our nursing training not to become too attached to our patients for fear of transference, or becoming too attached. I was blessed to care for a beautiful young woman who left this world today. She taught me more about compassion, sincerity, and the true beauty of a human soul than any textbook or lecture could have. Rest in peace. I heard the bell tolling for you at 1426. Kisses and hugs. Terry, my darling, you were blessed with a wonderful mom and two wonderful dads great siblings and extended family, and we were blessed with wonderful you. We will be lonely here without you, but we also rejoice because you were in such an awesome place. Rest in peace, my love. Terry's celebration of life ended with a beautiful reception. Once again, I found myself completely overwhelmed with the generosity of so many people. There were so many baked goods provided, coffee, tea, juice. I did my best to speak with people and thank them for coming to celebrate the life of our Terry. I listened as many people talked about Terry's treasures and how they planned on spending their inheritance. The pastor, in conclusion of his message that day, challenged each of us to spend the inheritance she left for all. Wondering what she left? One of Terry's greatest joys in life was helping others. Her treasure chest was overflowing with all the things that make life worth living. And now that she's no longer with us, I find myself going into her treasure chest every day and pulling out a treasure to help me along in my journey. There's plenty of treasures in her chest, so help yourself, just to name a few. Forgiveness, honesty, caring, praying, faith in God, integrity, giving of her time, smiling through her tears, endurance, encouraging, and never giving up hope. Having a down day? Go ahead and reach into Terry's treasure chest and pull out a treasure. Hold it in your hearts and remember, her treasure chest will always be full, so dig in every time you need to. It's a gift that she left for all of us. I'd like to take this opportunity to thank you once again for joining me and allowing me to pour out my heart. In the words of my girl, don't forget to smile. I hope you all have a fabulous day. Until next time, God bless.